following episode is brought to you by Mark Stanley, Philip Newman, Shelby Johnson, Jerry Thunes, Andy Dossett, Eric Whitman, Edvarth Arnoff, Natasha Rallerson, Devious Pop-Tart, Rebecca Gauman, Elizabeth Clark, David Scrams, Charles Compton, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katzka, Irene Viarito, and Laura Pickren, as well as all of our generous patrons. Actual play podcast at the Everon campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode, gentlemen. What happened last time? Uh, we translated some ciphers um, and got some information about the person we're supposed to apprehend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. We got a couple leads, uh, Lady Briar, the, uh, what's the name of the place, Philip, the manufacturer that, or the, oh, in Highest Tower, Highest, uh, yeah, an organization in Highest Tower, or a shop, uh, is that it? Those are the two big ones. Olive, Olive extended an Olive, okay, that was not intentional, Olive extended an <clears throat> offering to, um, to Milo uh, to right, potentially of help deal with the Therani stuff. But mm-hmm. Milo's going to think about it. Um, okay, yeah, you all are headed down to the Cogs uh, to meet up with Lady Briar, who is the head of the Delvers, where Grum was kind of exiled to um, because uh, Grum has told Hob in the past that she's making big moves in the underworld of Sharn, and she would probably be able to point you all in the right direction. Um, so you all are unmolested on your drive down to, uh, the cogs. No, no problems there. Um, if anybody who would like, uh, to wants to make me a hard perception check on the drive to see if you notice anything or anyone. Well, Milo is um, definitely scoping his surroundings out everywhere he goes. So yeah, sorry. And that's, that's, um, a hard with one red, um, is the difficulty on the perception check. Since it is an opposed check. So one red and that's two purple? Two poiple. Uh, mm, no, I'm not going to. Hob probably would, realistically, but... Two failure, one advantage. So you don't spot anything, Milo. Um, with the one advantage, what would you like to do with it? Uh, pass the boost to the next check, whatever that may be. Eris. Uh, you Harris could regain a point of strain. This. Uh, also, Milo, since you have three strains sitting there. Or if you want to pass a boost, that's fine, too. Just. Eh, no, I'm going to get my strain back. <clears throat> okay. Good call. 
Uh, I'm going to use my human ability to take one of our story points back and then use it to okay. uh, upgrade this check. And I'm rolling. One success. Glad that I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Eris, as you're driving, you look around, uh, you saw what kind of vehicle Jason was driving, um, and you are confident that Jason is not following you. Okay. Um, so. Too confident. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so confident that she throws it into high gear and. You don't realize that you're following him. Um, that she spray paints property of the cauldron on the side of super discreet heiress. It's advertising. You build local, a business on. It's advertising it's, where you sleep. I can write off my car payments on my taxes if it's advertising for my business. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So you all get down uh, to the level above the cogs where there is parking um, before taking a trip down. Um, and you're, you're able to find the Delver's uh, headquarters. It's near the back of the cogs, kind of where the base of the towers are broken and it leads down into the dangerous parts because that's where the Delvers have to go to scavenge. That's where they delve. So... Um, so yeah, you get, this is the deepest in the cogs that you all have gone, at least as a collective group on a job, um, whether or not any of you have gone to visit Grum, uh, you can decide that on your own, but it's very unsettling. Like you, it's a building right next to like the literal base of one of the towers of Sharn is busted open and there's just kind of shadow that resides in this hole and you get a very... Un- uneasy vibes, an uneasy feeling just even looking into that hole. Eris um, sort of stares for a long moment and goes, wait, does that mean the base of the tower is hollow? Like, it's open inside, because that just raises a lot of structural questions. I am, I, I am not engaging with that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hob, Hob will not be considering that fact. What do you think's in there? Um, I hope a bunch of magic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just chock full of magic. As you all are looking, uh, you hear a faint skittering at one point. Uh, from the darkness, like just like. Does Eris have? Does Eris have like an alchemical light stick, uh, or or something that she can can pop and throw in there? Sure. Um, there's not like a, you know, light cantrip. Um, exactly. So, I don't know what to call it, but yes, Wait, Eris did... would like to do do whatever the equivalent of that is and ch- chuck it through that hole. Okay. Doesn't doesn't Reynard have dark vision? Can he see anything? I do have dark vision. I um, mean, I'm down with chucking a thing in a hole, but that would make it even farther. <laughs> um. So, Reynard, as you look in, it it is there is something <clears throat> suppressing your ability to see through the dark. It is magical darkness. Um. So it seems very faint and dim. Uh, it's very much in grayscale. You can't even really make out, um, 
like with that skittering, you think you may have seen movement, but nothing clear. Eris, as you throw the light stick in, um, the light stick only glows in like a pocket of about like a five foot radius sphere um, around it. So it does not light it up like you expect it to. Um, so like it, it is magical darkness um, down here. Um, uh, Eris watches the light stick for a minute to see whether it draws anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. When somebody reaches out and snatches the lights, the I feel like we've also determined something. <laughs> you see, um, give me a perception check. Love this. Uh, av- average difficulty. So two success. Yeah. Uh, the after a minute of watching, the light stick just goes out like it was like destroyed by something. And Eris, because you were watching so intently you saw some kind of monstrous insectoid creature just briefly like skitter by and use one of its like legs that is clearly not just chitinous, like metallic almost. And it just snaps your light stick in half um, as it skitters by. There's something in there. It's like, it's like a big insect or something. Oh, wonderful. Perhaps I can. I've never tried this before, but perhaps I could magically make a light in there. Just to clarify, do we need to go through? You hear a voice from the door door of the building that you're standing next to say, (laughs) It's called a skittering horror, and no, you don't want to go in there. And it's Grum who has opened the door and is leaning against the door frame. But what is it? Giant insect monster. Uh, Are all the bases of the tower hollow? Well, there's like support structures and stuff, but there were like basements and things like that. I mean, they're structurally sound. And also it's a manifest zone. So, you know, the tower probably wouldn't stand anywhere else, but here. Yeah, there is that one part that just floats. Like, I don't (laughs) think I'd be super concerned. So, uh, Hi. What's going on? You know, crime. Right. Yeah. People trying to kill people. A pursuit of material wealth. Do the black lamps have business down in the the base of the tower? Yeah, man. I guess that's why we're here. (laughs) Well, good luck. No, not not in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Grom, stop! Listen, we're no, that, that's just curiosity. Um, we're down here to talk to Lady Briar. Do you know where we could find her? Uh, yeah, in in here. Um, you came to the right place. Uh, go and come in. I'll check in and see if she's busy. And you walk in, and Harris sort of stares into the darkness for a few minutes more, and then. Um, Whoever follows Grum in, and as you all enter into the building, this front area, there's it. It very much has the vibe of a adventurers guild tavern, but after the apocalypse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's tables, so there there's a fire burning, but there's also just weaponry covering the walls that are that's not decorative. Um, it, it's all actual use, like, uh, spelunking equipment and weapons and things like that that could be grabbed on an instant. 
uh, if necessary. Um, you see a couple very like gruff, hard looking individuals sitting at tables, very quietly drinking and enjoying the, the silence of each other's company. Um, there's probably, I would say five people total down here. Um, two pairs at separate tables and then one person sitting by themselves. Um, and, uh, interestingly, in spite of the fact that, uh, this is a branch of the Boromar clan, none of them are halflings, much like the leadership of the Delvers. Um, so yeah, but it, it's a very, it's not somber. It's just intensely quiet. You get the sense that these people have seen and done things that would make your all skin crawl. Um, so after a minute, if you all don't, um, and the person sitting by themselves regards you briefly, does not move his head, just his eyes shoot up and see you all enter. And then he goes back to staring at his favorite spot on the wall. Um, Grum comes out of a door, uh, leading to a back room. I was like, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's free to see you just if you want to come back here into her study. You all uh, enter a, uh, not a large room, but enough to comfortably fit everybody here. A, a little bit bigger uh, than uh, Torval. Yeah, uh, Torval's office. Um, but it's got bookshelves all lining the walls. Um, a couple of Everbright lanterns that are set on the table. And you see the tall elf woman, her long black hair just flowing freely. And she seems horrifyingly out of place. Like she she is a very elegant, tall elf woman who is also a warlock and dressed very like she's going to a fancy dress party um, in this like post-apocalyptic tavern. Um, <laughs> um, and she regards you all and is like, oh, hello. Um, Grum told me that you requested... To see me. Lady Bright. And she's closing a book and putting it back on the shelf as you all enter. <laughs> Lady Bright, so so wonderful to see you again. I see you're still looking as lovely as ever. Thank you, Milo. And this is Milo attempting to be a, a bit charming to help her be maybe more amenable to what we may be asking. Give me a charm check, Milo. Uh, difficulty? <laughs> Um, this is going to be against her. So one red, one purple. Okay. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and loom as well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, that's just, he adds to advantage if he succeeds. Yeah. Uh, we got story points. I'll go ahead and flip one to make it a little <laughs> <Okay>. easier. <laughs> that gives me a green to a yellow. Yes. I yeah. want info, man. I don't want it to be hard. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Two success, hey, one advantage, and a despair. At so least three it wasn't oh, while man. I was this doing is, magic. Uh... So. Yeah. Oof. Or wait. So, so that's three... and... Wait, you were doing magic? No, I said at least I wasn't doing magic. Oh, okay. So three advantage actually with Loom, correct? Uh, I'm double checking if it's three or five. It's five. I have two ranks of coercion, so oh, it's two okay. per rank. So five advantage. So two success, five advantage, and a despair. So she 
um, <clears throat> while probably knows what you're doing, appreciates the gesture. Um, and she smiles at Milo. Good to see you again, Milo. Um, and she looks coldly at Raynaud. Um, and so five advantage, gang. Um, I could have it be a... Uh, I mean, your intent was to get her uh, amenable to giving you more information, which you have succeeded on. So the advantage could play further into that, or it could be a wholly separate thing. I mean, Randy, you have first crack because it's your, it's your role. Right. I mean, uh, possibly if we have to go to the other place, we could utilize the advantage somehow to help us there. The other place, like the, the weapons smugglers? Yeah, the, yeah, the mm. wherever the his wings and stuff were built. Yeah, highest towers. Yeah. I mean, that's about the only thing I can think of there. I mean, that's a lot of advantage. It is a lot of advantage. Triumph for the level of advantage, some would say. I'm going to put her up real quick while uh, Reynard's standing in the corner, not making eye contact with this mean lady. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not liking you for the way you acted does not make her a mean lady. Just for the record. (laughs) I mean, what about with that advantage that like she just has, I mean, I know we succeeded, but she just has like all the info we need. Is that too much? No, I mean that's 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 fine. Like basically, I have a table of like varying levels of uh, information, and I'm fine with those five advantage unlocking everything. Um, Unless you guys make got for a, a quick scene. Better idea. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, let's let's learn let's learn <laughs> yeah. what we can learn. Yeah, I'm not okay. gonna turn down everything. Uh, the despair. Um, oh so as half she, of these are lies. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other just walked past that horrible <laughs> hole in the tower and then we roll it it attacks mm. out. hey philip get out of my head you hear grum start <laughs> shouting from the main yeah. room um arms arms we got them coming up and you hear weapons <laughs> clamoring off of the the wall as lady briar rolls her eyes up. <clears throat> to be continued and what you're saying is, in this metaphor, Eris is Pippin throwing rocks down the well in yes. Moria yes. and has summoned the Balrog. Yes. Um, yeah, you took of a dork or whatever he says. <laughs> That's pretty good. Took of a dork. Um, Fool of a toque. Right? Yes, there you go. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Nailed it in one. Um, okay. And that's so a what book, do you, you say? <laughs> yeah, they did a book. I do. They did a book I do say that. of the movies. Um, oh, it's okay. They added monster. way too much. Um, Hob, Hob, consider, Hob, Hob, Hob considers for a moment that his arms are his hands and that that is a bug and doesn't like the idea of going out there. Uh, Milo just locks the door and waits. <laughs> Let's just wait it out. I have let's to let, assume let's, that. Let's let, let these guys do their jobs. That Lady Briar is not the sort of leader that would let that stand. <laughs> it probably uh, no, would Aris, not go well. Eris runs out the door because, you know, her her ship is out there. She's not going to... Mm-hmm. 
let whatever it is eat Tasha. Yeah, yeah Hobbs going out. I did not mean to insinuate sure. that he wasn't. Okay. You just um, don't want to punch bugs. I don't. I'm gonna. I don't. So um, you all rush out. You see um, the group of five uh, individuals, the Delvers, uh, have grabbed weapons and are kicking the door open um, and sprinting out into the streets. Grum is with them, also wielding uh, just the gnarliest looking axe that you all... Well, Eris, you might... It's weird. It's like... I'm trying to think of how to properly describe it. Um, basically, it looks like the axes that the hobgoblins would wield but hmm. like 12 generations earlier like interesting like it looks like an early version of something that you you have a reference point for Harris um, will remember this um and they sprint out and you can see through the windows uh of the front of the the little tavern um that there are four uh creatures coming through the hole one much larger than the other three um tell me about these windows they are glass um they have bars that's 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 the windows um, how they, tight set are said bars i want to know whether i can shoot through one of these windows i mean they're set into wood uh, okay how tight set like um yeah uh yeah. you you could fit the barrel of your fletcher through through the windows okay um Paris runs over, smashes a window, and <laughs> um, Lady Briar sighs at the sound of shattering glass. Uh, now, Paris has discovered that because of the metal encasing her hands, she can punch through windows with no consequence, and so God help the windows of Sharn. Um, yeah. it's like that job interview question of how many windows are there in Sharn. The number's going to get a lot less the longer Paris <laughs> exists in the city. Um. Like crushed glass bottles and in her hand, like just. Yeah. Reynard runs up to her and uses the butt of his crossbow to break the glass out and sticks his out too. <laughs> Milo runs up with his wand, <laughs> uses his already battered hand to punch out a window. Like can't get worse. Um, uh, Hob, Hob's good back. No, it here. really can. It really can get worse. <laughs> um, okay, so let's roll initiative. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I got a triumph on one of my initiative rolls. So the big one is going to get a free maneuver um, as it comes barreling out. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the name Skittering Horror is an apt name uh, based on your all's estimation. Um, it is a massive insectoid creature. Uh, with large uh, just legs coming down to a fine, fine point, easier to stab with. And it's just terrifying to behold. Like, legitimately, none of you have seen anything like this in your lives. Like, it, some would call it an aberration of the normal order of things. Um, <laughs> and so um, it, is, it is a terror to behold. Um, and yeah, the, the notion of this thing getting close enough to physically assault you is upsetting. So we have NPC slot, PC slot, and then every other PC slot, and then NPC slot starts at the top of the round. So first up we have the big one. Um, so 
Hob, you're still in the tavern. Everyone else is at the windows looking out. Is that right? Well, Milo's not. Milo's okay. back by Hob. Okay. I mean, Hob would be where he could see out the window. He just He's not offensively waiting at the window because that's well, not how Hob rolls. Well, are you headed for the door to go out there or are you just watching <clears> the window? Because <throat> it's two separate directions. I guess I'd probably believe... Ugh, ugh. All the other devilers ran out the door. I guess I'd probably so. be heading to the door then. I'd still be inside, like listening to them describing what they're seeing at the window, but I'd be planning to go out there, yes. Yes. Okay. And Milo's following Hob with the intent to touch and imbue him with magic when he gets the chance because Milo is not going out there. Okay, so this thing is going to attack the group of Delvers that ran out initially. Um, so this is going to be a brawl check for this creature. Um, two purple difficulty um, because it's a melee check. And... That is it. Um, and why not? It'll aim. It got a free maneuver from that triumph. So, um, yeah, let's roll. Four success, two threat. Um, so you see one of the Delvers immediately cut, runs out the door uh, with a long sword of some kind of goblinish. Most of the weaponry that you see, Eris, now that you're seeing it in action is kind mm -hmm. of that early gen goblin make that you've never really seen before. Um, and uh, runs up with a sword and brings it up, sprinting at the thing, and it just brings one of its front legs down and just brings it straight down uh, through this guy's back and just pins him to the ground as he, like, shudders for a second before going limp. And it just lets out a... Okay. Hob second, Hob second guesses his gung ho ness. <laughs> PC slot. So we're down to four Delvers, Grum and Lady. Uh, if Milo's gonna empower Hob, <clears throat> you yeah. should do it. Yeah. So Hob, before before you go, and Milo reaches out and touches Hob um, to augment? cast barrier and oh, to barrier. add defense. I believe that's. Three purple? Three purple. That is correct. And Milo. Could, um, uh, yeah, I'll flip a story point. Make one a red. No. Don't ah uh, at me. I need to give you all story points. What do you want from me? It's just so nasty on this one because it's already increased. And Milo's mm. muttering to himself. Please work, please work, please, please work. Hey! Whoa! Yes! Two success and a triumph. All right, somebody explain and to me so how to alter my gets... character sheet. Bob <laughs> gets... Four defense to his ranged and melee. Equal to my four ranks of knowledge. Wait, so I have four defense now? On top of what you already have to your defense. Yeah, your me and your melee, it says. Four? So, so my melee defense is no, wait, five wait. now. Target, wait gains a target gains ranged and melee defense equal to your ranks in knowledge. And I have four ranks of lore. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how that works. What about... Uh, that's I don't want to say greedy here, but does it do anything to my soak? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, the, it, the two successes add raises it by, by one an additional or one. two. So, so one. you, you add two to your soak. Hits. Yeah. Um, now, Milo, take my that critical that critical injury that you have on your hand doesn't that increase the difficulty? Oh, by one, yes, it does. So you need to roll one more purple. So one threat. Uh, take two points of strain. Uh, okay. That's not so bad. I, t- I take it. Don't forget to take the other two points of strain. From I, I took the them. Okay. Um, okay. So NPC slot. Wait, wait, did we? Oh, uh, did we you triumph? triumph? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yes. do you want to do with the triumph? It has a heart attack and it dies. <laughs> It does. It doesn't have a heart. Uh, I so. knew it. Oh. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't want to seem greedy, but what can we do for Hob here? Is <laughs> <laughs> um, there a chart for triumphs with magic? Uh, no, there's only a chart for threats and despairs. Um, mm. Tack on an additional quality. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to add. Um, uh, reflection or empowered. Um, empowered would add an additional point of soak to um, to Hob, so it'd get plus three soak instead of plus two. Um, you could do additional target if you wanted to basically copy this onto another person. Um, what are you thinking, Milo, or something else? Um. um. Lady Briar's not going outside, is she? No. <laughs> that's that would it's like no way. She's a spellcaster. She's gonna be where Milo is. Exactly. Um I mean our buddy Grum is out there. Uh Grum is out there. Um I would even let you if you wanted to add like haste, which is an additional effect of augment. Uh for a triumph, I would say you could tack on haste, so Hob would get an additional second maneuver during their turn without spending strain. Um, yeah, I'm game or, for that. Or you could copy it onto Grum. What do you think, guys? I'm open. Put it on Grum or haste Hob. We just watched one of them die out there in one blow. I think you should kick something out to Grum just for the, the Grum. Just to say we right. tried. Yep. <laughs> yep. Grum and, and barrier. Yeah, so Milo touches Hob and then mutters something about Grum and points at Grum. <laughs> Gives him a finger and guns. <laughs> okay. Uh, NPC slot. So the smaller skittering horrors uh, skitter up to the group of Delvers that have rushed out. Um, and they are going to attack. Two success, one advantage. Um, so with that advantage, they will pass a boost on to the next NPC slot that occurs. And their damage is going to be... 
So you see the three smaller skittering horrors rush up and the Delvers seem much more equipped. Like these are the type of skittering horrors they are accustomed to dealing with. And so they, they take some nicks and some uh, hits, but they seem to be fighting them off well enough. None of them go down uh, of the remaining four. PC slot. Well, it's all PC slots now, so yeah, I uh, yeah. I will shoot okay. at the big one. Uh, I will aim. Okay. You are um, short distance away. Uh, the big one good. has adversary two, so it's going to be one red, one purple. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, I'm aiming. Uh, one red, one purple. And this thing is silhouette two to give you a sense of the size of this big one. That's good. When I say big, wow, it's a big one. Does that make it easier to shoot? Uh, according to the game mechanics, no. Um, just taking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Eris just Eris has rested the the front end of the Fletcher on the windowsill, um, and is taking aim and. There's a whine and crack as the Fletcher fires. Hey. Okay. Yep. Uh, so that's five successes and one advantage. Uh, that is 14 damage, pierce two. Okay. Um, and with only one advantage, I don't think I can trigger. No, it takes two for that. Oh, shoot. I'll, I'll remember it for next time. This thing has one range defense. So just in the future, I'll remember that. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so I will say that the, the Fletcher just, uh, the, the bolt buries itself deep into this thing, um, causing it to, you know, rear back and open itself up so that the next attack on it will have a boost. Okay. Um, and yeah, it lets out a whale. And you see, um, as the the Fletcher Bolt pierces the chitinous armor, um, some of it's, you would say blood, probably, just for the sake of, of a common uh, understandable word, comes spraying out. And you see it land on the arm of one of the Delvers, and it like burns away his clothing like acid. Um, oh, it's like, ah, cool. Um, PC slot. Um, can I go? Yeah, sure. All right. Hobbs all jacked up on gamer fuel now. And so, he, <laughs> and, and he watched the, the first guy die before he even had a chance to get out there and help. And that, so Hobbs going to go berserk, okay. uh, which just remind me to, as soon as the encounter's over, I got to add six strain is the penalty for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go berserk. And can I get to the big one? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to run out to the big one. Um, and I am going to attack with my bare fists at this monster. All right. Uh, so, so I'm going to do that. What's my difficulty? Uh, it's normally two purple, but with adversary two, it's two red. Okay, and I am going to suffer. Yeah, yeah, I'm suffering two strain for one of my talents, and I think 
And I'm going to flip a story point. I really just want to see what happens to play with this game. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that's everything. <laughs> yes. Wow. Two success, okay. three advantage, one triumph, and one despair. Okay. So first I need to do some math. Here is a question. Here's a question. Do I need to look at the wording for this? If Berserk adds success and advantage to a roll and double or nothing doubles success and advantage, in what order do I do those two things? Okay, so say that again. So Berserk just adds uh, successes and advantages to my rolls. Okay. Okay. Double or nothing doubles my success and advantage. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm lying. I didn't want to use double or nothing. I wanted to use the other one. So I take that back. But again, I the six. So okay, trying again. So. Two success and three advantage. Let's just do the damage first. I'm going to use... Yeah, so that translates to three success and five advantage. Okay. I'm bre I'm using my leaping attack because, like I said, okay. I'm all jacked up. So this is breach plus one to this attack, and my brawn okay. is doubled. So, <laughs> so that means that it's eight plus... I've got to start remembering these numbers. Eight plus two plus three. So that's 13 damage. Okay. And then with the five advantage. With breach. I'm, Oof. Yes, 13 with, damage with breach is 13, 13 damage with breach. And then uh, let's just go ahead and double that. I'll use two of those advantage to, to flurry of blows. Okay. Okay. And then, oh, what do we do with this triumph? How much advantage have you got left? Have you got enough advantage I've left got, over to crit? I've, I've still got three advantage, so I could crit too, yeah. Uh, with my Cestus, so. Yeah, sure, let's let's just crit. Uh, with Well, do I crit with the triumph and do something? No, crit with the advantage. And there's something for you. You to your crit to... Uh make it vicious but if you want but okay so we're rolling d 100 uh so two <laughs> i mean he's having it he's having a rough day dos so i'm not too i'm not too pressed about a low crit roll right now when i just did 20 you and i together did 40 damage yeah yeah minor nick target suffers one strain <laughs> <laughs> it's miffed. It's miffed at how hard you hit it. Okay. Um, what was your oh, crit man. rating on like, your attack? The description of a brawling attack with breach like implies to me that you punch this thing so hard you crack its exoskeleton uh, or whatever. I mean, that's, that's exactly like, why I went with that is because I was thought if this has an exoskeleton, yeah. I might actually need breach to make some yeah. headway with it. Um. I'm and I'm I'm sorry, Eric. What did you ask me about crit rating? What was the what's the crit rating on your attack? You have five advantage. Did you have to use all of them for the critical hit? Between between the crit and the and the flurry of blows, I have used all the advantage. Okay. So we're down okay. we're down to a triumph and a despair. Um, what can I do to help you guys out for the tri Um, uh, strictly speaking, a triumph can give the next person a free upgrade uh, on their check. Okay. Actually, the, like, sorry, oh, I I, I missed it. Breach. Uh, Hob, describe your kill. Oh, <laughs> with your flurry of blows, that put it over the top. 
I had I kind of hoped it would. So I think <laughs> I think that Hob just This is so this is like this is so from monk to barbarian is what this <laughs> is. <laughs> I know and that's and well that's the wildest thing about it is this is clearly like I don't know why Hob just went so ham except for that he got barriered and like it was like Yeah. It's like that was spray. It like a, an eldritch horror just crawled out. From yeah, my that too. <laughs> it's like he took that silver spray from Fury Road and just went off. <laughs> uh, I think Hub just spears him to the wall. I think like like are we like in a we're in a courtyard or something, right? It's it's basically a street, like a, a okay. wide street. Yeah, I think that Hob just runs out the door, legit goes past the other guy, the other bad guys, the other delvers, and just spears this big one to the wall, and its carapace crushes it in in on itself. And like, there's no ceremony to it; it's just he squashes the bug. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and somehow it remains clean. Uh, I I do have some distressing news for you, Hob. Also, though, um, well, okay, first off, with the triumph, I will say, if you want, I will let you activate your heroic ability to just wipe out the remaining minions as well as part of On the way. Fu- furious. <laughs> yeah, like, tear off tear off the big one's leg and <laughs> smash the others with them. Okay, here's what Hop does. To get to the big one, Hop has to go past the little ones, and he just jumps across their heads, like, crushing <laughs> them. No, that's foul. That's way too violent. <laughs> Fine. Yes, Hob, Hob Hob crushes all the bugs. Hob goes berserk on the bugs, and okay. Um, so uh, a feature of this creature, anytime it suffers wounds, um, one engaged uh, character Hob Who would, would that be, be? the the mm. only viable one uh, suffers half that amount of damage as strain. Oh no, as strain. As oh, strain. no. Um, so I just suffered 13 strain? Well, no. You flurry of blows it. Yeah, that, that was... That, 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 yeah, which half, made so. it to 26. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yes, 13 strain. Good night. Um, <laughs> I know that. that. <sighs> and, plus, and you're about to suffer a bunch of strain when you come out. because the yes. encounter is, is over. So, so at, at what point? Strain. At what point is my strain threshold like? Jeff goes deadly. Yeah, uh, I'm well not, above my max. Well above I, my max. I, you're you're not dead. Does it does it carry over as wounds? Is this the despair, or is this a bad thing that was going to happen regardless? This is that's, a regular feature. That's the feature of the, that of the I monster. telegraphed with the the acid blood stuff. So what's uh, hilarious is we. We accomplished our previous goal in the social encounter, but rolled despair, which triggered this combat encounter. We just ended this combat encounter, but rolled a despair in doing so. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Tales will be told of this day of Hob forever. (laughs) The tower cracks open and more just... (laughs) Or swarming out. You hear I have a to creaking assume, from the stone of the tower you stand next to as it like, begins to run up. The only thing that makes sense is that Hob did drive this thing into a wall and squish it, but his own head hit the wall first, and now he's just dazed <laughs> as a ball out there. In the <laughs> You're covered well, in acid yeah, blood. Yeah, you got showered in acid blood. Um, and 
Uh, yeah. So no, you do not suffer a critical injury when you exceed your strength. Threshold. Good. So we're good in that regard. Um, yeah, literally, you just you you are incapacitated, Hob. Um, Looks like we need to so, take like, him to Maris. Are we are we treating this like are we treating this like when Eris was out, without strain? I am incapacitated, but I'm moving of my own accord. Like they're yeah, not carrying wanna, me and stuff. If you want, you can decide how. If if it if Hob went so hard that he just passes out, that's fine. Or if you want to say that Hob is just dazed and out of it, or however you want to play it, I'm fine with. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Hob's just the exhausted. acid is also hallucinogenic. <laughs> he thinks Eris is a bug now. Hob um, can only lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the despair. Mm. Um, and yeah. now the despair and now <laughs> the despair um, so things are quieting down uh, the, the threats have all uh, disappeared um, and mm. I'm thinking about it if, if anybody has any thoughts feel free to share but um, I don't know um, I mean, I guess it could have Hob suffer a critical injury from the massive amount of strain. Um, yeah, maybe I'll get nicked. Uh, <laughs> Hob suffers a critical injury. More bugs pour out. We've also been pursued by something else. Um, yeah. Now, if more bugs right. pour out, do I get to take those six strain back? Because the encounter's not over. <laughs> the encounter's not over. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That that would be the case. It's still above We're my threshold. Don't worry. We're cornered by House Thorani. Um, um, oh boy. <clears throat> I mean, um, I'll take I mean, the ram shows up. I mean, this thing, oh, this, this thing packs a nasty punch. So I would be fine yeah. with the despair saying like it gets one hit, one attack in on Hob as Hob is like spearing it into the, the wall. If you're fine with that, Jeff, because um, you currently have zero wounds. So it's yeah, not I'm gonna... what I'm, okay. I'm however you want to play this, my man, you got okay. a despair to play with. I'm not going to like whatever you do. So do whatever you want. Right. I mean, so, so the Hob acid... does have five defense. So that's five setback die on this roll. But what were you saying, Randy? Well, I was say you said he got sprayed in acid. The acid doesn't cause any wounds. No, it causes strain. Just causes the strain. Well, that's yep. okay. I mean, it's it effectively a... has taken me out of anything we want to do until I can heal. So yeah, regardless, we just without knocking me out. Okay, so all the setback die. Make sure. Yep, I got the five setback on the attack. Um. Three brawl. It's got a score of five on its brawn. So three yellow, two green. Um, with his last breath aimed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it managed to get out a short incantation to bolster its own power. Yeah. To the dark, to the dark gods of the of Kongs. Bug god. Bug God, bug God. And I did not know there were elder horrors living down here in the cogs. It is a much worse place than I had imagined. Right. Okay. Gonna roll. Three yellow, two green, one blue, two purple, five black. 
Mm. Um, and this is a good opportunity for me to get you a story point back. So I'm going to flip one and change one of those greens to an additional yellow. I didn't want to do them on your attack rolls because it has adversary two. So that just seemed like a lot. Oof, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. One success, two wow. threats, and a triumph. Um, so, so I'm fine. Um, <laughs> you take nine damage um, pre-soak. Um, but it does have, oh, it does not have pierce anything. Okay. Um, it's going to use that, uh, triumph to crit. Sure. Remember to, do you want me to roll it? No, I got it. Okay. Um, it's got vicious four on its attack. Oh my word. 126. Minus Bruce, 10? Yeah, minus, minus 10. Minus 10. Uh, 116. I feel like Eric's mad I took away his fight. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was just... <laughs> well, I have um, an idea for the triumph. How about another triumph? Vicious. <laughs> Four. Wow. One sixteen. Oh. This is so much worse. Oh. Uh, Hob, as you're tackling it, one of its uh, legs on the other side comes up and scratches across Hobbs' eyes. Blinded. The target can no longer see. Upgrade the difficulty of all checks twice. Upgrade the difficulty of perception and vigilance checks three times until this critical injury is healed. So it's healable, but you gotta go see old Pebble Fist. You got, you got Tell, acid in your eyes. How oh difficult How difficult is the heal? Um, Four purple. No, three purple. Okay. I mean, I can't do it. I just didn't. That's something you wanted to keep count of. Is yeah, yeah. Todd, yeah. You, your eyes are burning. Um, they've been slashed up. Uh, but a quiet falls over the cogs, and that seems like as good a place as any to say <sighs> end of episode. Uh, mm. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, head on over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials at the Geek Pantheon, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Uh, you can find us there. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Geek Pantheon, where we have another actual play, Kyber Shards, as well as some other D&D and tabletop RPG focused videos over there. And we have Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon if you want to financially support the shows. Um, we are appreciative of uh, anybody that does. We're appreciative of everybody that just engages with the show. Uh, but if you want to financially support the show, feel free over there. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. See you next time.